Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Behind the Visual with Mark Hansen, the, video, the podcast. It's not, a, well, I guess it is a video if you're watching it on YouTube. But anyway, the podcast where I interview the people responsible for creating all the visuals you see out in your world every day, whether it's pictures or videos, whatever. So the people behind the scenes, all that stuff, or maybe even in front of the camera, I'm talking to them. So anyway, this is a little bit different. This one is a short one. We're uh, doing a quick, immediate part two to my last episode because some things have changed since we recorded that one. Chris Kane, the guitar player for Bad Wolves, is my guest again. And this time we were talking about the fact that the lead singer of Bad Wolves has left, left the band. I'm having a little bit of issue speaking today. So we're going to talk about how, why he left the band and how that all came down. We also talk about some other stuff like the way Metallica um, tours and couple other little things so uh, check this one out i think you're gonna like it it's very informative if you're into bad wolves and you want to know why tommy vex left bad wolves so check this out if you like it be sure and thumbs up it like it comment on it subscribe to it all that kind of stuff and enjoy this one This only thing I really have going on is band practice. When's that? Later in the day? Uh, four o'clock. Oh, that's not bad. How long do you guys practice? Um, about three hours a time, more or less. It's, it's about um, the three-hour mark is about when John starts to burn out a drummer, yeah. which is yeah. well, makes my sense. God, that's a lot of work. Three hours. It's, yeah, it is, and it's not like you know three hours straight. Oh, yeah. you know, we take we take little breaks, but still, after about three hours of like intense double kick and fast tom fills and yeah aggressive drumming he's like i'm done maybe that's why metallica chilled out on that black album with the double kicks for a while like, oh, <laughs> so, those guys though i they still get up and do two and a half hours with their live show which is crazy to me yeah, that's ridiculous and like they do they have like a warm-up room backstage so, so like they get together you know about an hour or so before they go on and they're all like in the jam room warming up together going over they have all this shit on youtube that's how i know about it oh <laughs> and so they have uh they like will pick songs that they you know they haven't been playing like hey why don't we play this one from blah blah they'll rehearse it and then they'll throw it on the set list for that night well, like that's kind of cool yeah i didn't know any make, of that yeah they make they have like the same intro for every show that they do on the tour just because it's involved with the, like the lighting and the pyro and the show yeah. whatever but everything else after that is all pretty much on not on the fly but made up either that day or the day before kind of that's kind of cool it. though yeah it is you know, to be able to do that because i saw um was i saw queens years ago when they were on their mind crime tour uh-huh. that thing was so choreographed that every little bit was i mean the same thing every single show and a friend of mine said that um he was a lighting ld assistant ld on some other tours and he had talked to some guys. He said, yeah, they have set it up so we know this light's going to come on at this second, and that's where he's going to be standing or somebody's going to be standing. And it's every single show is done the exact same way. And, you know, there's there's something cool with that, too, with, like, the consistency of it being the same thing every night. But then it gets – I would think for the I've, band it would get boring. Stale. It gets yeah. stale. Yeah, I mean, I've, wor- I've worked as a crew guy on tours where we've had to do things like that. And even for, like, a crew guy, I'm just like – it's like in three, two, one, and you know, yeah. there's no the, the, there's no surprise. But I mean, to the audience, the people that haven't seen it, they still like it. But you'll get the you'll get a, I'll get a couple uh, audience members 
back then that will have gone to like three or four shows and they're just like i've noticed that he says the same thing in every city or she does the same move or at that point you know what i mean people start to yeah. catch on well, i guess if you're touring i mean if you're following around on tour you, yeah. you're gonna find it yeah you won't get that at a metallica show though which is cool that's cool yeah, yeah. Hell, that queen's right show was the best sounding show and evidently it was because they had basically brought a studio with them on the road so they could tweak everything to the exact room they were in and all that shit. So it oh, was that's, yeah. as close to the album as possible. And yeah, they went overboard, man. Yeah. That's, it's pretty it rad cool. though. I mean, for me, it was cool. You know? Yeah. I bet. <laughs> I don't know about them, but it was cool for me. Did you kind of, did you get a haircut? No, it's just tied up. Oh, okay. It's just tied up. It's still there. Dude, <laughs> I almost, I thought about cutting. Yeah. Thanks for doing part two. No problem. Or extra add-on or whatever the hell this is yeah, called. <laughs> however you want to label it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so tell me, man, what the hell happened? You guys, uh, speaking of rehearsal, you rehearsing without a singer? <clears throat> you got somebody yeah. filling in? You got a new singer now? How's that going? No, no, we're just, uh, well, we haven't, we haven't really played together in a while, so we're trying to get together and getting our chops up so when, whenever we do start auditioning you know auditioning guys were ready to go we don't sound like a bunch of fucking chumps that don't know how to play their instruments <laughs> so that just did you see this coming or was it just did it just happen i mean to be honest with you i felt like um around this time last year i started feeling a little bit of tension um in the company uh with him and john because him and john they're the owners of the company uh-huh. just because creative differences nothing like real wrong and like you know that's nothing out of the ordinary you know creative differences happen all yeah. the time between two artists and stuff i just kind of started seeing a little like a little shift in the in the universe there when they just never seemed to quite click for a while they were just not clicking with each other and and then um that's just while we were on the road nothing too out of the ordinary we get home and everything's fine and then as the summer is progressing with um everything's going good. We're doing the Patreon. Everything's fine. You know, we're trying to work on these covers, right. you know, we're, and then, um, it just all kind of started to shift in my opinion is when the whole, the, the, the political stuff kind of really started to come into play with him. And then just the, and I'm not saying anything against it. It's just, you know, the conspiracy theories, like all of that stuff. And there's nothing, I'm not, once again, just to anybody that's listening and, who will twist my words around. I'm not against anything or judging anybody. It just got to a point where it was a little, it was a little much and it was just starting to get, look a little, it was starting to be a little ugly. And like our label was just like, Hey man, can you just like, you know, relax a little bit is good. That is how the first approach was. I don't follow him on social media. Was he posting a lot on social? Yeah. It's like his, um, I mean like in his, his Instagram blew up because of it. You know, it's, he came out just, you know, saying he he's like, I, su- I fully support Donald Trump. And, um, you know, which is, once again, like, everybody has their differences about, you know, the political views and stuff like that. You know, I don't have, I'm not judging anybody at all. But it was getting to a point where he did, it, it just felt like our feelings were just put aside because, because we were getting attacked by right. people about his opinions. And we having to, like, defend ourselves and just be like, just because he believes in that doesn't mean we believe in that. And it just became this kind of, for me, it was getting, I had to stop. I had to get off social media because it just became too, uh, too much. 
just way too much. I, every fucking day I'd wake up, I'd get an email or some fucking direct message from somebody just being like, like, fuck you, you right wing Trump supporting <laughs> like motherfucker. And I'm just like, dude, like, oh, it's not like they, I'm glad that you took what my singer said and applied it to all of us, you know. So that was happening a lot. And, and, and you know what? He just didn't give a fuck. And I'll yeah. just, you know, and I know this may come back and I don't really care, but it's like he just didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck about our feelings. He didn't give a fuck about the labels. Feeling. He was he was gaining followers like crazy. And I feel like that's like where his motive was. It, he does believe in what he says. I'm not right. like saying yeah. he doesn't, but it's just like I can see like how he's, he was gaining traction and he was gaining more fans and people believing his political views. And once again, nothing wrong with it. It's just, he just, he just didn't stop to think about the band, the company, us or anything. He was so self-centered and so selfish about everything that he was doing that it was damaging us. We were getting pulled from radio. We were losing fans. We were just like, it got to a point where we're getting pulled from radio for this. Yeah. Because of, because of his, because of his stuff, like because of his political stuff, and then, you know, it wasn't really a, a secret. And then while all that was going on, then these, and I don't even know what happened, to be honest with you, because I haven't talked to the guy in a few months, but it's like, then all the allegations came out with him and his ex-girlfriend and, you know, threats and all this. It just started to get real ugly. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know it. Like a lot of people just sit back and they're just like, yeah, you guys kicked him out because of the political views and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that might have a little bit to do with it. And it wasn't necessarily because he's supports this person or whatever. It was kind of how he handled it and how his disregard to our feelings, the company's feelings, everybody's feelings, except for his. And we tried to approach it in a calm manner at the beginning of, Hey, can you please, please? No, like I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do what I want. Attitude. And that. That's a hard thing to put up with when, as a band, you guys are together a lot. I mean, you can't, I think you have to be somewhat on the same page and not so far that like, say the band's all over here and then he's right here and there's no, you know, compromising on that. And if he's just in his way, I I don't see how that could work. And that's kind of what it was getting, getting at. And like, we've said it and he said it, it's like, we don't judge him on his beliefs. He doesn't judge us on our beliefs, but it was hard is getting to a point where it's just like we 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 can't agree on more or less anything. Well, I think it's even me, even down to music, like de, like designs on merch, de, like like writing music, like the, everything was just getting to a point where just nothing was. Yeah, just we were never able to agree on anything. Right. Well, I would think as a lead singer, you got to, unless you're ready to do what he did, or what you guys, or unless he was ready to go off on his own. I think as a lead singer of a band, you got to kind of go you know run everything by the band because like you said it affects the band because if he says it they think you guys are all are the same on it so i, could see I mean because it. as as most roles of a lead singer go is they're the face of the leader they're like you know they're the guy you know leading the team and it's it's like you know <laughs> i love wrestling and so like yeah. i look back to like you know the 1999 2000 2001 you had stone cold steve austin you had the rock and like they were the faces of the company right. you thought of wwf you th- at 1999 you thought of stone cold steve austin at 2000 you thought of the rock because they were the face he anything that they did to represent the company that's kind of like how you in my opinion or how i used to i judged wwf at the time how they carried it and I feel like he was, he had that power with us. Like he was, he was like to a lot of people, bad wolves. 
Right. Like they don't get, they don't know who the fuck the four of us are. Tommy yeah. Vex, that's Bad Wolves. I don't, you know, and his hired band. A lot of people thought, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. But, um, and so when you come out with something so strong, it's a statement like that. I just, it's sad that a lot of people just assume that we believe the same thing. It just goes to show how like small minded a lot of people are. And this year has showed a lot of, a lot of bullshit. And I'm not trying to talk shit, but. No, but this year definitely showed yeah. a lot of how people really believe, I think, and how people really think, no matter yeah. what side you're on. I even had people like be like, uh, I had to sell your guitar picks because uh, you guys are Trump fans. <laughs> and, uh, and, I w- and I would just email back and just be like, well, sorry, I'm sorry you have to do that. But just so you know, I despise Donald Trump, you know? So, and like, I didn't vote for him, but you know, any, and then they'll still respond back to be like, well, your singer supports him. So I'm still, you know, writing you guys off. It's like, thanks. So I was losing fans and I was losing supporters because of like a lot of his stuff. And it were just, you guys, were you getting any? Cause you, cause it sounds like he was getting some, was the band getting some, or was it mainly just him benefiting? Well, from I didn't pay attention that much. Psychos. I didn't pay attention that much right. to like, to like the Facebook and the Instagram numbers. Like I said, I had to take a break and I'm still in the middle of it. It's just, it's was so mentally draining. I had to like the social media stuff and the, like the messages of just shit talking because like, I'm a good person. I'm a nice person. I hate controversy. And it's like, I, that's the last thing I want. And it's just when people just bring it on to me out of the left field for something that somebody else said. And then, yeah. Yeah. It was just getting a little too much. But, and then another thing is a lot of people think that we kicked him out. It was actually not the truth. He called John and was like, you know, I think given to what's everything that's happening with, you know, like the label and you blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I think it's best if I just step away. And they just, they agreed on that. So right. it wasn't like, you know, everybody else thinks that we have like, we kicked him out because of the political thing. It's like, no, we all agreed that it wasn't working with collectively. And he decided that it would be best if he, went off to go do a solo project and just you know i guarantee you if he hears this he will find every fucking word i'd say and twist it into something else but it's like you know if you are listening tommy it's like i don't hate you you just stressed <laughs> me the fuck out for months on end and you didn't even realize it <laughs> <laughs> well, i get it i mean this whole thing is it takes its toll on people man my wife got shingles because of this whole election thing Oh, really? Yeah. So she like one day she's like, what's this little rash on me? And it's bothering me. And the next thing you know, she's got like full blown shingles coming up her back. And she went to the doctor and they're like, have you been stressing out over anything? She goes, yeah, this whole election. Like, there you go. And yeah. I said, I've seen so many people come in here because of that. Because it's so split right now. It's just basically, it's just dividing the country like, yeah. like crazy. And, you know, I don't ever like to get into it because I'm just, it just causes arguments and <clears throat> you know what I mean? Even yeah. even me and my friends that have the same beliefs or whatever it is, we still don't even we choose to not talk about it. Just well, that's because. what I've always thought was with my friends. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about it because say we agree on whatever topic we're talking about right now, but then say the next topic two weeks from now that comes up that you think, oh, because we agreed on this, we're going to agree on that. We don't agree on it. It's more polarizing. Then all of a sudden we're going to be at each other and there's no, there's no point. I was talking to my brother the other day. I was telling him I have some friends who 
we have different views politically. I said, I don't ever talk about it. He goes, you yeah, know, why not? It's been 20 years. Why would you bring it up, you know, and try and talk to them about your view on politics and then just ruin a friendship that's been 20 years? Do you know what I was afraid of? And I've, and I've just been thinking about this kind of recently is so my, my dad, he passed away almost 10 years ago. And so I was in, he was a Republican. And like, I think about it a lot. If he was alive, I guarantee you he would have voted for Trump and I guarantee you he would have voted for like in 2016 and I guarantee you he would have voted for him in 2020. And I think about, cause we were really, really close, like yeah. best friend, you know, I'm like, man, what would our relationship be like right now if he was still alive and very much like, cause I don't want to say like I'm a Democrat or whatever. I'm not, I'm like, or a liberal. I'm just like, it's too fucking much for me to decide. Right. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, I don't, know what our relationship would be like and it sucks to think that like my like my relationship would maybe be jeopardized with my fucking dad over like the political state and well, you never know i mean right it could now. be something like my yeah. my dad he um he voted for trump the first time and he's a republican yeah and he was just like i can't do it he said i don't know if he voted for biden or if he just didn't vote or what or but and then there's some people who are Republicans and they're just going to vote Republican. And it doesn't matter who's, yeah. you know, running the party, they're going to vote for Republican to keep it Republican. And they may not like Trump, but they're like, you know what? I got to vote Republican because I'm not voting for Biden because it'll be whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once you go with that, your dad would have like not liked Trump, but he probably still would have voted Republican, which you're probably you know what and you're probably right you're probably absolutely right and i and i still would have found some weird way for it to bother me then so anyways (laughs) i guess uh but yeah it was just it was a thought that i had like recently and i was like hmm i really wonder what or maybe he would have just been like yo that guy's a fucking asshole i don't know (laughs) who knows who knows man i don't know how it all works out but yeah i saw that um there was some article that about you guys breaking up and it was like tommy said i don't wish the band any you know nothing bad to the band it was all it's all you know we just kind of yeah. way it's kind of a deal and then it went into some shit about how he believes on and all the conspiracy theories antifa and uh, whatever and then there was something about his girlfriend getting a restraining order on him so so i guess that was the stuff that people who wrote the article just added in there at the end but yeah, that was that was something that that kind of came out um, maybe a month ago. And like I said, I don't even know what happened with that. It was just like an allegation. And I. Yeah, like I don't talk to him and it doesn't look like any stories have really came out or maybe they have. I just don't look for him. Right. But, hey. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Well, you guys, when are you going to start looking for a new singer? Well, we're. To be honest with you, we're waiting for the dust to settle just a little bit right now. Yeah. We're trying to like figure out just like what we want to do. And like, yeah, I don't know. We've definitely had a handful of people send in like oh, audition tapes. Yeah. Like we're yeah. just out of asking, just like starting to send a lot of things in. Yeah, I guess it's no and, rush really because it's not like everything's opening up for you guys to start touring all, all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, we have that tour this summer still booked, but like. I hope that happens. It's like. Uh, yeah, who uh, yeah, who knows if it's gonna happen for many reasons I won't even get into. Tour? Uh amphithe- amphitheater tour oh, with disturbed and stained. Oh hell, that'd be a killer show. Yeah. So it's supposed to start. July, I believe just July seventeenth. Yeah, maybe by July, everybody will be vaccinated enough that they'll let you guys go out and do it. 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I heard um, who was it? It's Def Leppard, Motley Crue. They're still planning on doing that whole whatever that tour was. <laughs> yeah, they, they they it was funny. They were uh, they were determined to get it done last year too. Yeah. I, remember, like, I think it was Nikki Six or Tommy Lee was just like they're like, nope, we will find a way. Yeah, so, it's hard to you know, hard to do a stadium tour when you can't. We can only feel like twenty percent of the stadium. No shit, it's just like funny. yeah, being in like the an industry where like it relies on getting as many people as you possibly can into one building. You know what I mean, or a fucking field or. Who's not talking with that about? I, don't know, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Is it? Do you guys get paid a set? Oh, we were. I was talking to my digital tech. We were on set talking about it. We we're talking about how it sucks that it's hard to get tickets because these bots buy them all up and a hundred dollar ticket all of a sudden now is two, $300 on these shows that are selling out. And we're trying to figure out, do you, as a band, do you get a set amount for each show? And then the, the, um, <clears throat> promoter sets the tickets and then tries to make the money off of, they make their money off of selling the tickets or is it some kind of mix? Yeah, basically we get a guarantee to go in and play and, um, you know, at the end of the night, the promoter could either make some money or lose right. money. It's all kind of like, I guess, how he promotes it, how many yeah. tickets get sold, you know, and stuff like that. Because there was but, some uh, kind of scandal that Metallica's concert man. Yeah, they do it different. Well, supposedly this dude found out, you know, that all these bots were buying these tickets. These Metallica tickets were going for $300 a pop when they were selling them at 100 or whatever it was. So him and Cellar Door or Ticketmaster or whoever the hell it was set out a thousand tickets off to the side that they didn't put up to be sold. And then they sold them themselves on these sites at the jacked up price. Huh. Because the guy, I guess the promoter, the manager. They like better seats. Yeah, we're losing money. We could be making all this extra money that these guys are making by buying these Uh tickets and then reselling them. And then evidently Metallica found out about it and lost their shit. Yeah. Hired the dude that, and sent him on his way. Yeah, I bet that's uh yeah, you can it's a little sneaky. Yeah. But uh I'm not sure if my I mean <clears throat> I think Metallica does it, but I know McKiss does. They'll do like a deal with the with the venue with like beer sale like like everything with like oh, merch yeah. a percentage of the of the alcohol sales and so whatever the hell it is. They don't have like a set guarantee. So it it'll fluctuate each night depending on I guess how many people are, are at each show. But I guess everybody, that means everybody makes money Yeah. at the end of the day because if you're just taking percentages. Yeah, so. that's good. Do you guys release tickets the day of like that you've been holding back? Because I, I did this years ago. A friend of mine, the same guy who's a lighting director, he was like, if you want to go to the show, it's sold out or the tickets suck, the seats suck right now. He said, wait till a little afternoon on the day of the show and everybody releases tickets that they've been holding for family and friends who couldn't show up or the radio station or some kind of crap like that. And I did it and I got great seats for some Rush show or something years ago. And huh. went. And then somebody said they did it for Queen. I think Queen came through and it was sold out and the tickets that were available were up in the nosebleed section at 250 a pop or something. Hmm. They showed up two hours, three hours before the show, went to the ticket booth at the venue and got tickets for face value and they were like five rows back. Hmm. So I don't know if that was something you guys did or if it's if you even no, know, not even we, something you deal with. Not no, we haven't been able to do anything like that, but um God I you know there is a lot of like 
come to think of it, there's a lot of like ticket scamming sites and like things out there that you could just, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. It sucks. But, I mean, you go to buy tickets and you literally, they've been on sale for an hour and you go and like, they're all sold out. Yeah. Yeah. And then you find it online and it's twice the price already. Yeah. I had to pay a pretty penny for my kiss tickets last year on stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I know it. And then I, so I paid all this money and then when we got there, uh, by ma- the people, our managers were there and they're just like, Oh, Hey, here, we got these extra passes. Just come on down here. So I was like, I, I guess I had to be where I was for, in order to see them and make it work. Right. But yeah. In my head, I was like, man, I could have saved like hundreds of dollars and been like a little further back and just walked down with the pass. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool. It worked out. I sat next to Steve Vai in like the fifth row really? and got to watch Kiss. Yeah, that's it was. It. That was la- la- March fourth, twenty twenty. Last year, it was fucking awesome. Damn, that's very cool. You got a picture back there? No, here I got uh, something. Else. Uh, so this is this was cool. This is the the laminate that they that they gave me. So it's kiss end of the oh, road. Oh yeah. The Lakers color says it's eight, and then on the back it says uh, twenty four. So for Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit. So that yeah, this this is fucking. This yeah. is really cool. That's very cool. Yeah. That's uh. Hell yeah, man. I just got that hanging up in my living room. I'm always afraid somebody's gonna steal it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have we don't really have a party. We don't really have parties now because we can't, but, uh, you know, I guess when we, we were able to, well, next time we have a party, maybe you should do like we used to do when we had a friend, uh, we knew he was coming over and we're like, all right, everybody hide your cash. Don't leave oh, it laying yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I remember that back in high school. Yeah. There was always some, some assholes that would come by. And yeah. yeah you knew if you out. had it, he was going to take it. Yeah. Laying out someplace in your bedroom or wherever he was going to walk around and find it and take it. Take like our video games and shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, dude, thank you, man. No problem. Appreciate you doing this this whole yeah. thing, and uh, you know, good luck on finding the singer and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man, sounds good. Yeah, um, it all I'll, works out. Sure you'll you'll see the updates as they as they go by. Yeah, I'll pay attention. I'm following you, and I'm following the band. So cool. I'm sure I'll see it come up. Well, thanks. All man. right, man. Yeah, have a good day. You too.